0: Welcome to the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. Join me each week as I talk everything weddings, taking you from engagement to honeymoon, making sure that you really do enjoy planning your big day. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. I'm really pleased this week as my friend Jo Haw, who is a fashion and beauty writer, has joined us. Jo has written for many publications that you'll be familiar with, like Stylist and Heat magazine uh, over the years. But she has also written for a number of bridal magazines um, on a number of different issues. So I've kind of been picking her brains uh, on some key fashion and style and indeed beauty issues. That brides might face when planning their wedding. Uh, We had a really nice chat about her thoughts on bridesmaids' dresses, on picking your own dress, including what kind of shop you should go to to buy your wedding dress, her thoughts on groom's fashion, and also how you should probably treat yourself uh, and especially your skin in the run up to your wedding. But let's dive in and take a lesson. I do hope you enjoy. Hi Jo, thanks for coming along and chatting to me on the podcast. Thanks for having me, I only came for the free lunch. (laughs) Well I'm pleased that you enjoyed my hosting skills over lunch. But I thought that you'd be a really good person to have on the podcast because obviously you've worked in beauty and fashion journalism for a long time and I know that you're not as keen on weddings as I am. (laughs) In fact, I would almost say that you're the total opposite, would that be right? Um... I don't know if I would say I'm not a wedding refuse, Nick. Um,
1: I think it's just when that invitation kind of lands on the mat. I mean, I say mat, who has their own front door? Not me. <laughs> um, in my head is sort of, oh, God, have I got something out that weekend? And oh, where is it? Oh, am I going to get a train there? Am I going to have to get a cat? How much is this going to cost me? I wonder if I have to go on the Hindu. do. Like, I think all those thoughts go through my head. And I, I think I had a couple of wedding seasons where I had so many weddings that I maybe i am a little wedding jaded.
0: I do think it, easy to get, it is easy to get wedding fatigue mm. because I think we went through, perhaps in our late 20s, early 30s, a flurry yeah. of weddings where your entire summer was just taken up by attending. And I also think
1: weddings. that nowadays where people are a bit more sensible with their money or maybe people have a little bit less money that there aren't those huge weddings but in our 20s I feel like I was going to weddings of like someone I'd worked with for six months five years ago or something um I I do I very much enjoy going to a wedding of of a close friend and you know seeing their happiness that is nice I'm not a total misery but it's that one where you're sort of invited to sue from work's evening do because she'll feel rude if she doesn't invite you they're the ones that I pretend to have a prior engagement for
0: I think that happens less and less now for Mm -hmm. sure but it did seem to be quite a common thing yeah that's what that was sort of what you did for
1: four months of your life it was go to weddings (laughs) every weekend and yeah I think that does wear a person out
0: now I think one of the most difficult things that people get right at their wedding is like the style of the wedding so the dress that they've chosen the dress that they've picked for the bridesmaids how that matches up with what the grooms and the ushers are wearing what do you think is a good style for people to have I think my my friend Rhiannon got married
1: recently and she said something that I thought was really true she said I'm not having a theme the theme is it's a wedding the theme (laughs) is the wedding the theme doesn't need to be renaissance the theme doesn't need to be you know lilac and yellow the theme is the wedding and I'm going to choose things that I think look nice um I think there is there is such that sort of cliche of people wearing awful bridesmaids dresses and unfortunately I think in 80% of weddings it is true bridesmaids dresses generally are quite awful and of course it's you know maybe the bride doesn't want to be outshone and of course she shouldn't be Um, but I think what the problem is people don't take into account that not all of their bridesmaids look or feel the same about their bodies. Um, and it's very easy to see these lovely, you know, I was going to say catalogs, of course, not one gets catalogs anymore, to see on a website, you know, five identical women with identical hair, identical skin tones, identical figures in this lovely dress set up against this beautifully dressed bride and think, oh, wouldn't that be nice? But you forget that one of your friends is pregnant. One is five foot, one is five foot 11. One's a size 18. One's got massive boobs. And I think that's the biggest mistake, forgetting that your friends are not all the same.
0: Totally agree. And I think it is quite a challenge to get that right. Mm. And as you say, not everybody is totally body confident. Yes, I think that's the thing as well. And actually, they may look very
1: nice in the dress that you've picked for them. And It might fit them beautifully, but if they don't feel comfortable, I think, of course, it's your special day. But do you really want your friends sort of hooking up their boobs all day or feeling they've got to wear three pairs of Spanks? Or, you know, if you've got a friend that never, ever, ever wears dresses, um, that could be a really big deal for them and it could kind of turn into them dreading your wedding, which I'm sure no one wants.
0: Well, at the minute, uh, Claire and I, who was on the episode a few weeks ago, um, I'm her chief bridesmaid in. May. No, sorry, in June. in June, And we're choosing which dresses um, I'm going to wear along with her three sisters. And it does become a bit difficult because I think she would prefer that we were in long dresses, Mm. to which her sister's response was, we're not going to the Oscars (laughs) (laughs) because they don't wear long dresses. And I love wearing a short dress, shorter the better for (laughs) most situations is my general ethos. But it does become tricky because if that's what Claire wants, then we should encourage her to yeah. have that but then there also has to be kind of a bit of reality of i think you don't people want to be, wear what they feel comfortable in. you don't want to be a pain in the ass and yeah, so no totally one wants agree. to be the
1: bridesmaid going well i don't want to wear that but i i do think if people i i was a bridesmaid once and my friend picked a dress that was very very low cut and it was totally backless so you couldn't wear a bra now i have got g-cut boobs and i worried about it for absolutely ages in the end I sort of had to construct this weird thing out of tit sort of like a corset of masking tape underneath my dress but all you could see was these big bouncing bosoms and she did actually say to me after so oh, that's all you see in the wedding video as you're walking down the aisle? your boobs and I said well you did choose a very low-cut dress and so I think if, if you're a bridesmaid and you genuinely genuinely have a proper issue with your dress I think you should speak up and say I can't wear that
0: and I think there's ways around it the you know for example the uh, online store desi I think it's oh called. yes so they do the same colors
1: and then they'll do one one shouldered one you know bustier one but that it is quite expensive oh is it okay um so that's maybe not an option for all brides and two birds is another bridesmaids um label that does does the same um but I think I am a bridesmaid in May actually and She has just given us a colour. So um, we're buying our own dresses and she just wants it to be a colour. And I think that works really nicely, actually, especially if you are a little bit more grown up. So, you know, if you're a bride in your sort of late 30s or 40s, I think having all your friends in a nice sort of, I don't know if you choose navy or something, a dress that suits their size and shape, they're going to feel better and your pictures are probably going to look nicer.
0: My friend Megan, who got married, oh goodness, nine years ago in America... She just said to her bridesmaids, wear a black dress. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, in America, it's slightly different because the men were all in tuxes. That's yeah. So it's got a slightly different feel to it. But she's like, I have got no interest in involving myself in what black dress you're going to wear. So (laughs) it's it's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Because at no other points or no other event or occasion in your life
1: would you be telling, you know, this half of your best friends what, what they wear? And it, I think it seems quite weird in a way, you know. Oh, well, it's my 30th birthday party and you have to wear this dress and you have to, have
0: to wear that dress. So, yeah, it's, it is a, li- it's a little bit odd. I do get it. I completely get it. And I understand why the tradition is that everyone is dressed the same. But I think we live in a time now where there's so much choice available. There's no need to have that. People can think, wear I things that pull them together. would
1: have also been that Bridesmaids would have been mostly you know what people probably have as flower girls nowadays so they were they were much younger and actually it's very cute to have three you know seven or eight year olds in matching pink frilly dresses um you know it would i think probably twenty thirty years it would be unheard of to be a 30-something bridesmaid i just don't think that it really happened as much so i think now it's more now your bridesmaids are more likely to be adult women that maybe you can give them a little bit of choice <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially if they're single. Well, yeah, yes,
1: yes. Or if one of their exes is going to be at the wedding or, you know, you do have to give them a bit of thought, I think.
0: Although saying that, the likelihood of there being a single man at the wedding is so (laughs) slim. There's been two occasions where I've been to a wedding where on the first occasion, the only other single man was my brother. (laughs) And then it was just, just after he'd broken up with his wife. And then the second time, um, was actually at my cousin's wedding, and I said, so are there any mm. single chaps here? And she's like, there is, there's one guy. And I was like, who's that? He went, that man over there. And She pointed to this fella who I reckon must have been in his early 70s <laughs> and was a recent widower. A widower, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm quite content. I think the last time <laughs> I went to a wedding there was single men. It was... Um...
1: It's a very countryside wedding and I was sat on a table with the young farmers and I thought, oh, they might be quite sort of strapping. All they talked about was cow caesareans. <laughs> cow. And I thought, oh, my God, don't need to hear this. But anyway, I digress.
0: <laughs> but you're, you can be quite fun at weddings. Haven't you got some cracking stories of getting... I can be a terrible
1: wedding guest. I, wrote, I did write a piece about this for um, Grazia a while ago, actually, about all the awful things I've done at weddings. I think I'm just a very sort of enthusiastic day drinker I think (laughs) but um, unfortunately I'm not the kind of drunk that just goes to sleep like one of our mutual friends who um, tends to sort of just crawl up under a table and go to sleep I get I get sort of overexcited so yeah, I have done a flirt. There was one where I um, climbed on a stage, and um, it wasn't karaoke, but the the um, <laughs> band had left some backing music on, so I gave a little performance. Um, I didn't know anyone at that wedding either. I'd, I'd gone there as someone's plus one, so that was embarrassing. Um, Do you think the bad behaviour is pulled out more at weddings when you don't know anyone? Yes, because wine is your friend. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. You're sort of sitting... I remember at the, the wedding where I got up and did a performance... They were this a, a sort of couple that thought it would be fun to sit everyone with people they didn't know. Um, so you weren't there with your partner or whoever you'd gone with. They sat you next to, everyone was sitting next to strangers. Um, and I was sitting next to two very strange strangers. So I, I sort of had to find my company in uh, mr red and mr white unfortunately
0: you see, i don't mind being sat next to strangers because the amount of weddings i've been to where i am on my own mm. and there's nothing worse than when you are just sat with couples and it's just you yeah i think i think at this particular wedding if they it was a very sort
1: of hoorah henry wedding and they were just very sort of big posh idiots and it just was yeah it was just too much for me I had to seek solace in my glass. Yeah. need to
0: come to more urban yeah, that, avoid I think yeah avoid the countryside with these countryside weddings so, obviously, at weddings, the bride's dress can sometimes change depending on the style mm. of wedding that they're having. I know that your friend was saying how there shouldn't be a theme. The theme mm. is just you're having a bloody wedding. But I think when you get married in a pub mm. versus when you get married in a country manor, yes. the type of dress that you're going to opt for. So, if you were giving someone some advice on what kind of dress that they should go for, what, what would be your preference? Well, I still... I, th- I think just because
1: you're getting married in a pub, actually, if you do want to be wearing an Oscars red carpet dress, then, then why the hell not? Um, I think one thing I would say is also don't feel that you have to wear a wedding dress and you have to go to wedding dress shops. I, I've had friends have decided what their budget is and then they've just gone to Harvey Nichols or Selfridges and thought, oh my God, if I'm going to spend £2,000 on a dress, I have always loved, you know, ex designer. I'm going to go maybe get a dress from there, and actually they have been some of the kind of happiest with their dress brides I've known. You know, people that think, oh, I've wanted a Chloe dress my whole life, and I will never be able to justify spending seventeen hundred pounds on a designer dress, bar, but I'm going to buy it instead of a wedding dress. So I think that's a, that's a good thing to look out for. Don't think that a wedding dress has to come from a shop with tiaras in the window. You know, you can find your wedding dress anywhere.
0: So, my mum did for her
1: wedding. Did she? What did she buy?
0: So, it's a really, really cool dress. It's so 70s, it's untrue. But um, my mum and dad uh, met each other at a young farmers' dance. Klaus Azarians ago, go? -go. Quite, quite, yeah. And uh, they married in 1972. So, you can imagine the style. And instead of going to a wedding dress shop or indeed making her own dress, as probably was the. The way at the time she went to Fenix in Newcastle and went to their French salon or whatever. You know, they obviously branded <laughs> up the, uh, the kind of higher end fashion uh, labels. And it's a long dress with sleeves to the, to the, uh, what's this? The, the wrist. wrist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's quite high collared. And then she wore it with this like massive floppy white hat, and then at the time she had long hair to her shoulders. Very cool, and she just looks like cool, yeah. yeah. And she still she can still fit into her wedding dress. Oh my god! (laughs) So they've been married for what forty six years. That's impressive. And it, it's a really, really cool dress. And it it was obviously from a very high-end fashion label. Oh, at at the French time. Salon. Exactly, in the French Salon section of Phoenix in Newcastle. And I kind of I remember asking about it once, and she was just like, oh, well, I just decided that I would go and buy this, buy like snazzy dress as it were rather than because you'll probably never do that again so and absolutely that's not for everyone because some people do you know and
1: there's lots of really really beautiful traditional wedding dresses out there but I think it's just an option that maybe some people might not have thought of but I've seen it it look really really lovely
0: yeah and I do think do what you want like if yeah. you like part of me thinks if you want to wear a massive dress a la gypsy wedding yeah and you're getting married in your local village yeah, hall, it doesn't matter do it really doesn't matter but the only thing i'd caveat with is do what you can afford yes
1: yes i would say that as well i have known brides go absolutely berserk and buy dresses that cost as much as a decent second-hand car and they fool themselves that they'll sell it afterwards but you won't sell it afterwards because you know your cousin mark's built some wine on the back or you know you, you got out in the mud or you just don't get round to it or it comes back from the cleaners a bit knackered and i have i've have known brides spend yeah more than yeah more than a car
0: do you think brides sometimes and i don't mean this as a criticism so any brides listening sometimes wear dresses that perhaps they would never normally wear yes so instead of dressing to their body like I've noticed that lots the of great brides... boob tube mystery yeah
1: yeah I find that extremely odd because I think sort of bustiers and boob tubes haven't been in fashion since the 80s really oh no I suppose in the 90s we had that brief sort of those Morgan sparkly boob tubes that everyone wore um but I have been wedding dress shopping with lots and lots of friends and the dress that the women working there, they will always bring out one of those boob, boob tube style dresses, you know, the bustier dresses. And I, Unless you have got arms like Michelle Obama, you're just going to get armpit vagina mm-hmm. straight away. Um, it's You're going to have to wear a strapless bra and there is not a strapless bra in the world that is comfortable for you to wear for all of your wedding day if you've got small boobs it looks weird if you've got big boobs it look i i'm just I'm um, shocked that, that is still the kind of raining that's what people think you know with almost the like trainer lacing up the back so I must put their knee in the small of your
0: back to lace up and and it, yeah it is strange because you don't see that anywhere else because i just think you want to wear the thing that you love most so if you love that style most i would therefore be seeing you wearing it every saturday
1: on a night out I think that I think the thing is as well when people go and try wedding dresses on it's so overwhelming and a lot of of traditional wedding dress shops they are a they are a bit intimidating, you know, and you have to make an appointment and quite often you have to even pay for your appointment and then you get there and maybe you've got your mum with you and, you know, when else would you go shopping with your mum? You probably wouldn't. Or, you know, you've got all your bridesmaids and it's been a big bloody deal and you've got your nude underwear on and you're, you're all, like, geared up to go and then they bring all these dresses out and if you, you're not feeling them. It's very easy to sort of get swept away with that and, and I think also the first time brides put any kind of white dress and they put a veil on, it's, oh, my God, and I think it's it's easy to sort of get a little bit swept away with that and not, not maybe think, oh hang on, what's this gonna look like all day? How am I gonna feel in this in the evening? What am I gonna think when I look at the pictures in ten years? Especially if a dress is really
0: massive. And you've then gotta like attach <laughs> Yeah, those weird to things where wrist. you can't have a wee. Yeah.
1: I can't so sure, I kinda love it when a bride wears some despite me saying, you know, you should be aiming for good taste. I sort of love those massive dresses as well though. They're quite fun. They just Yeah, wear what you want, but don't, I think, don't go into looking for your wedding dress thinking, I am a bride, I must dress like a Disney bride. If you want to be a Disney bride, cool, but you don't have to be.
0: Yeah, if I get married, I think I'm just going to wear a dress that I find on the high street. Well, yeah, and cost has got a massive amount to do with it as well. Well, also, I hate shopping. I hate it. Like, I hate trying clothes on in shops. I hate the fact that the curtains in shops are never big enough for the changing mm. room. So you can't see things someone's oh, going to see. In a,
1: in a bridal one, you sort of have a, a huge alcove with ivory swagged curtains and yeah. a bit of warm carver. Um,
0: <laughs> that just doesn't appeal. So I think I'd rather just order something from, well, from John Lewis. I'm yeah, going to order yeah, from, John dress dress from John, John Lewis. It's my favourite shop. And then that'll be it. And, yeah, why not? Or just wear something that I've already got and oh, just not I? worry about it. <laughs> no, buy something
1: new. But, yeah, I, th- I think the idea of buying something that you have always wanted um, and you haven't been able to justify before.
0: And what about groom's fashion?
1: Oh, I th- I th- do you know what I cannot bear about groom's fashion is those um, sort of snooker player style waistcoats that are done in... Sort of, they're always gold brocade or sort of purple flock... And then they get a cravat to go with it as well. And I think, oh my God, when have you ever worn a cravat? Oh, oh and the cummer buns, I think, I think the grooms look nicest. I mean, I think if you're if it's a smart wedding, then wear tails. If not. I think, again, it's that thing of treating yourself. Buy a really nice suit. Totally agree. Because men isn't even like women. Oh, you'll wear it again. You won't wear it again. Men will wear that suit everywhere. Men can wear that suit to the wedding that they're going to that's not theirs the week after. Spend some money and just buy yourself a really nice suit. Uh,
0: I had a chat with Patrick Grant, the Savile Row tailor, on the podcast a few weeks ago. And he gave some really precise advice as to how you should be wearing a morning suit how you should be wearing your suit down to what shoes you should be wearing so they're brown to town <laughs> exactly so if you are a groom do take a listen to that podcast but he and i both agreed that those awful cravat fake tie oh. that seems to be made from polyester are basically the worst things that have ever and been also roasted, i think i think of all
1: the other um groomsmen and best men and, and grooms that have been wearing those probably been sick on them spilt things on them like oh god and you know sort of those big moss bross bags and, oh i just think no Buy a suit. suit. Buy a Buy nice suit. suit. Marks no and
0: do a very good range yeah. of suits. Yeah, exactly. you don't need to go too far. No cravats. No snooker player waistcoats. So, in terms of makeup and hair, it, normally one would mm-hmm. expect uh, a bride to get her makeup artist and a hairdresser in to, to do them up that mm-hmm. morning. Do you think there's any big errors that brides have been making when it comes to their wedding makeup? Um, I think. I, I, When brides ask me for beauty advice, even if they
1: are on quite a budget, I do try and say, do find the room... To get a makeup artist to come in you know I think actually makeup artists is probably depending on your hair more important than your hair because what they will do is it will last it will just last so much longer than if you do it yourself and they will build it up so it's I think the difficulty is you've got to get the balance of it looks nice in photos but you don't look like you're going on drag race in real life <laughs> and it's very hard to do that yourself and it's very hard to do that yourself for a Saturday night out let alone on a super 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 important day um so i would go and get a makeup artist and if you really don't want to you know some people hate having their makeup done or if it's just totally out of your budget then i would go and go and get a, a couple of those freebie lessons so you know go and book in bobby brown which I, th- I think the bobby brown one is free actually or it's 25 quid redeemable about purchase so you can buy a lip gloss and a you know mascara or whatever and just watch everything they do, take loads of notes, if they don't mind, video a little bit. Um, so I would go around a couple of those if, if paying for a, um, an artist is out of the question.
0: I think definitely having a makeup artist mm. is important on your wedding day because it's a long day. Yeah, and it, it's, that, it's actually that staying power that I think is
1: more... Uh, more important than the technique because you know your own face you can you can probably do your own face nicely but they will also think of things that you won't have thought of so for example some under eye concealers flash really badly so if you wear one and your is using a flash you look like you've got skiing goggles on <laughs> um, which you wouldn't think of and why would you or you know if your makeup's got spf in that can look funny on photos or maybe your idea of dewy is going to look like you know just come out of a sauna and the photographs, so they will know that as well.
0: No, definitely. I think also treat yourself. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's nice, isn't it? You want to feel like, you want to feel amazing. Why shouldn't you feel like you're, you know, a Hollywood star?
0: Definitely. And with the hair, I noticed that a lot of people seem to tie their hair up when they're getting married.
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit like um, the boob tube thing, isn't it? Like an, an updo always feels very um, bridal. I went to my friend's hair trial last week, actually, and she's got beautiful hair. She's got very thick blonde hair. Um, and she had it done for trial in this updo and actually it was very nice Um, it was curled and sort of weaved into braids and then we went for lunch and she sort of kept looking at it and I said she never wears her hair up and she just realized it it just didn't feel right and when she took it down actually it looked so beautiful like all the curls and stuff she's like I know I wear my hair down every day but that's you know my husband's marrying the me of every day I'm not going to have an updo but saying that there are benefits to having your hair up if your hair is quite fine or if you tend to play with your hair a lot you know at the end of a stressful busy day you know you've been dancing drinking your hair can look a bit sort of flat and and flop a bit whereas if it's an updo that will tend to last
0: I do find it strange like your friend says she normally wears her hair up that people suddenly do things on their wedding day that they don't normally do
1: yes I think and that I I can't remember who said it but that kind of quote of you want to look like yourself but better is something that I think people should should bear in mind so for example another friend she wears red lipstick all the time she said I can't really wear red lipstick on my wedding day I said well why you know you you love wearing red lips. Oh, well, it won't look right with the dress, but she did, and it looked really nice. Um, I think there is that because you know it's such a huge industry, and it's so easy to get swept up. But but let's not forget this is also you know women who probably might have had kids, or you know are definitely very far from Virginia are wearing white. So <laughs> well, I think you fall I, yeah. into that thing of thinking this is a wedding. I must do this. I must suddenly care about calligraphy and um, you know miniature bottles of gin with people's names on them.
0: There are lots of things that people do on their wedding day that when you begin to question them, you do think, what on earth am I doing? I do think it's insane that uh, women wear white <laughs> at their wedding. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've known any virgins. Since <laughs> no. I was about a teenager. You know, it, it is a very odd thing that we choose to do, but that's how it is. Mm. That, And I think even the most... Uh, liberal alternative friends of mine when it came to their wedding day they conform yeah, so much and I do hope that you know now that gay marriage is legalised mm. and there's just different ways that people are running their wedding day that hopefully there will be a change because it drives me insane when you go to a wedding and you don't hear any female voices yes actually I went to a wedding recently and um
1: my friend she wasn't planning to make a speech and then she just decided to at dinner she got up and she said hang on I'm not and actually there had been um there was a female voice because her husband had had his sister as his best man best woman so she did a speech um but my friend really was like I'm not letting this day go past without saying anything (laughs) and sort of stood up and said something I thought oh yeah how nice that's the first bride I've heard make a speech and I thought oh that's cool
0: I think it's important because in some ways, it is, like, marriage as a concept is quite anti-feminist in that you wait for someone to propose. That's a little odd. You're making the biggest decision in your life. (laughs) They're supposed to ask your father for permission. That's weird. Yeah. And then the way it is, you know, your dad walks you down the aisle. He gives you away. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose when you break down a lot of those things, but as
1: you said, you know, with, um gay marriage and i I think weddings weddings are stopping being so identical. i feel like the especially getting a little bit older the weddings i'm going to now are not like the weddings of my 20s where it was marquee you know champagne reception um rolls royce driving them away from the church kind of thing like weddings are definitely more unique now
0: I love it when I go to a wedding now and instead of a sit down dinner, it's like bowl food. Oh, yeah. Dreamy. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. then you're not stuck as well. But it's just fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's much more sociable, I think.
0: Or when you go to a wedding and they've kind of rented too much space. So it's as though the person who's like talked them through the venue said, Oh, your guests will be able to do this here and then they'll be able to do that. Put a there. cartwheel in the corner. But, but then when you're kind of there, you're like, All right. So now there's just a load of people in what in room A. Yeah and a whole different group of people in room B so I went to and you're w- still waiting for everyone to dance in room C I went to a wedding like, like that last year they had exclusive
1: use of a hotel um, but I don't know why they didn't just shut a few of the rooms off because there were two people in one room and you know, three people in another but only one bar was open I thought mm-hmm, that's quite strange
0: yeah yeah it's a bit odd uh so i guess i should take advantage of your tips and advice that you would give so if you were to give top tips to a bride on planning her outfit and her makeup what would what would they be top three tips um i think in terms of makeup you must go and have a
1: trial first i mean i i kind of think that goes without saying but you would be surprised by people that don't um, and ask ask other brides that you know whose makeup you have liked, and then if but if you do go and have it done and you don't like it, don't be embarrassed to say. You know, it's like when you go to the hairdresser if you have a terrible haircut, you must say something. Say, well, actually, no, I didn't. You know, I don't normally wear my eyebrows like that. Whatever. I think. I think if you have got the money, I would try and invest in um, some treatments. So um, I interviewed Sarah Chapman recently, who is Meghan Markle's facialist, although you're not allowed to see, officially say that, but she has been photographed with Meghan Markle, and Meghan Markle's been photographed going into her clinic. And we were talking about facials. And even if you think a facial is like an absolute load of nonsense, and it's a mud pack on your face and uh, cucumbers on your eyes, that is not the case if you're going to be a bride six months before the off facial every two months i think will make a massive difference to your skin on the day so you know maybe allocate a little bit of the spend to that you know instead of the three thousand pound dress do you want to spend a little bit more on your on your skin because people are going to be looking at your face a lot more than your dress
0: or just don't bother with wedding favors
1: (laughs) yes yes although i I went to a wedding once where someone gave away scratch cards as wedding favours and so many people didn't bother to scratch theirs off that him and his wife um, went and picked them up afterwards and they won ten thousand pounds.
0: Amazing. <laughs> yeah. How cross would they have been if guess they won ten yeah, thousand exactly. so, pounds Now we touched on Meghan Markle there. Can I ask you who your prediction is? for who will be designing Meghan Markle's dress
1: God, I really don't know because there's something new in the papers every day isn't there so you know I know they were saying oh it's going to be £400,000 her dress um, and then it's no it won't be because Kate's was 150000 and she definitely won't be spending more than Kate um yeah, i just don't know i feel like is she gonna really surprise us all um is she gonna kind of nod to to her you know new britishness and she was a british designer um i just i really don't know
0: But i can't wait to see my money's on roller marie yeah i don't know but bit too sexy i know but he's just such a nice guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so my money's on him well thanks joe that's been brilliant and uh I hope that you'll come back and share some more wedding expertise with us soon. Thanks for having me. Take care. So there we have it. That was Joe Hall, who is a fashion and beauty writer. I do hope you enjoyed listening to that as Joe and I really, really did enjoy our chat. I thought it was really interesting what Joe was saying about perhaps just going and choosing your favourite designer and buying your dress from there rather than going into a bridal shop. I mean, when else are you really going to be able to legitimately spend nearly two grand on one dress? So you may as well choose a dress that you've perhaps always dreamed of, especially if you're not that fussed on having a big wedding dress. I thought also when she was talking about um, bridesmaids dresses of, you know, just pick perhaps a colour and then send your bridesmaids to go and choose that colour, especially if they're older. Because then at least you don't need to have that on your shoulders as any stress is quite a good idea. But, you know, the suggestion of using Desi or Two Birds was also um, a very good idea in terms of having different styles of dresses that you could wear. Uh, It's good to know that her frustration with uh, groom's outfits is the same as mine, you know. Just go and buy a sharp suit. I promise it'll look nicer. Uh, and also, it's quite interesting what you was saying about, you know, treat yourself, get yourself some facials, uh, take care of your skin. Do invest in a good makeup artist because they'll just be able to make you look so much better for those photos. So I thought they were really good tips. I did enjoy it. And I know that um, Jo has got a lot of knowledge on wedding things because she does also write for some bridal magazines. So I am going to invite her back on the podcast to talk about some other topics in the future. So if there's anything that you do want covered, please do email me. You can email me at sarah at com. You can follow the podcast on social, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Pod. Uh, you can come and meet me, if you wish, at my comedy show that I'm doing at the Bill Murray in Angel on Saturday the 12th of May. It is a wedding, a royal wedding, I should rather say, a royal wedding special. Um, I'll be announcing some of the acts soon, which is very exciting. One of them is actually going to be coming on the podcast as a guest to talk about their own wedding, which I'm very pleased about. Tickets for that are £5 and can be purchased at AngelComedy.co uk so get yourself booked for that um but yeah do follow rate and subscribe the podcast it helps other people find it apparently um and do get in touch so i'd love to know what you think of the podcast but uh, i hope to hear from you all very soon i'm sarah southern your wedding guest extraordinaire do take care